0: back to Harmony Beats Balance, the show with me, your hostess, with the mostest Dana Mahina and my special, special guest, Shayna. We're going to talk about Shayna's business, entrepreneurialism, branding, website design, and most importantly, what roller skates she's sporting today. Welcome, Shayna.
1: Hi, Dana. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is super fun. It's weird to like, I don't know, talk to you on camera when I know you're like down the road.
0: <laughs> we really could be together and I was telling our producer that it's it's not always great for sound depending on what mic you use. So for you podcasters out there and you radio aficionados <laughs> who want to be hosts and hostesses, Yeti mics are great to a point and no, they're not sponsoring the show. If they want to, I need an upgrade because sometimes the gain, you know what that is. If you're a podcaster, doesn't work that well when into people in a room, especially if there's musicians playing. We've learned all kinds of things about mic capabilities and feedback. So, What is the number one thing you want people to know about website design and brand? If you could tell them anything and they would listen to you, Miss Shana, what would it be?
1: So I think probably the most important thing is that your brand doesn't just start with your logo it starts with the message that you have behind your business the why and the purpose that comes with it because that's the biggest mistake i see people making is they come to me and they're like hey i need a new logo and i'm like great can you you know sum up what your business does in one sentence and who you help and what transformation you provide?" And if they can't do that, then a logo isn't actually going to help them. So I don't want to take their money if I'm not actually providing any value. And so that's typically the thing that I tell people the most is just be aware of the fact that your brand is more about what you do and who you do it for and why you do it in the first place than it has to do with any of the visuals or the website or anything about that. Just figure that out first. (laughs)
0: So if they were to figure that out first, which clearly I had had maybe three attempts over a five-year period when I found you, and luckily you said yes to helping me, what would you have told my younger self when I was dabbling, let's just say, with logos and color schemes and brands and I kept changing them? What would you have told me then if I would have listened? I wouldn't have. I'm smarter now.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I think... Honestly, what I tell people who are in that space is just kind of embrace the chaos, because the first time you go through that process, it's a whole lot of experimentation. And I think people get a little bit freaked out by not having the answers right away. But honestly, everybody has to go through that growth process. So embrace the chaos, try something today. And if you don't like it, try something different, you know, two weeks from now when you're like, actually, I think I like green better than I like blue or something like that. But the problem that can arise from that is if you're too focused on it. So I would say do some experimentation, but don't worry about it to the point where it's taking your energy away from running your business. Figure out how to run your business before you focus all your time and attention on what colors, fonts, and logos you're using.
0: Amen. And if you're in Hawaii, amen uh, to that, because Many of us start backward, don't we? We start with, let's get the pretty logo, and then we'll figure out what our services are and how we make a difference and what the hell it means in the world, and then will people buy this shit? So isn't that funny how we do it backwards, Shana? (laughs) How many people and or brands have you seen, without naming names obviously, that you hung up the phone or the Zoom or the left the meeting and went if only they would listen
1: that's a that's a tough question for me to answer honestly because i feel like You know, I want to have I want to have compassion for everybody who is struggling with that kind of thing, because it's not an easy process. And I definitely understand that. And the problem is that I've been doing it for so long that to me, it's second nature. You know, if somebody comes up to me and they tell me exactly what their business is about, I can give them colors, fonts and a logo in like five minutes, as long as they have a very clear understanding of what they're about. So the thing that comes up most often for me is not even so much if you would just listen to me. But more, I want to tell them, if you would just listen to yourself, you know, if you would just listen to your own gut and what your gut is telling you about who you are and what your brand represents, then that's really the key to it. And I think to answer your question about how many brands I've worked with that have that problem, I would say every single one. Every person that I talk to has a hard time because it's it's vulnerability, you know? <laughs> it's not easy to just be like... This is my heart and soul. And I'm going to put this out there in front of other people because it's really a true creative expression. And it's a whole lot easier to do stuff when it isn't tied to your own identity and your own core values. Our core values are very precious. And I'm basically telling them, vomit your core values out there into the world to be prodded and poked and seen by everybody. And that's not an easy thing.
0: Is this brand proctology? No, no, it's not. So what happened with me as an inside out, my listeners know I'm always this work in progress and sharing what's going on in my world so that I can avoid the trap for them. I've probably stepped in it. I was so nervous and apprehensive about using my own name, even though I'm in the middle of a brand shift. You heard it here. I'm Dana Mahina. I'm no longer all those other names that many of you know me by. That's right. And we're going to talk about that in our next show next week, actually. Why Mahina? What does that mean? Hint, hint, moon. And the lunar moon is coming on my birthday, February 1st. And there's a brand launch that day in the middle of a retrograde, whatever that means. So for me, it was this nervousness around standing behind my own name as my brand my purpose, my mission, that was pretty clear. I will tell you, I know Sheena doesn't like me to embarrass her. She really did help me and my team refine things, get behind our mission and our vision and our why, why we exist, what we do, who we do it for. And she did make the process very painless and I anticipated it to be so much harder. And she is very, what I would call templated, meaning she has a process. She has a protocol. She has a method. She walks you through it. She holds your hand. She watches you cry for real. For real, everyone, there is tears. So what happens is if you're really wedded to your own brand and your mission, it is emotional. It does take vulnerability to her point. And I really encourage you, whether you're working with Shayna or someone else for that matter, and I know Shayna would agree with me be your best self, bring your best self and make sure whoever you're working with feels like a partner, not a vendor, not uh, someone that you can just hire on the cheap online and never meet your brand is part of you and your identity. So is that a good way to sum it up?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think um, I actually recorded a, a I guess I would call it a mini rant about this a little while back. But yeah, that's exactly right. It's If you have a business that has core values that are aligned with who you are as a person, then that's, I would say 90% of the whole thing is just making sure that you have core values as a person, and making sure that those align with your business because you are at the end of the day, putting yourself out there to do the work. And if you don't have that kind of alignment through your brand, through your you know website, through your messaging, and even through your day to day routine, then the day to day stuff is going to feel terrible because it doesn't feel like you anymore. It feels like you're pretending to be somebody else. And nobody wants to be running a business where they have to pretend to be somebody else all the time. <laughs>
0: So I want to talk about now entrepreneurialism and being a young entrepreneur and going out on your own. How hard was it?
1: Oh, that's a good question. So I actually have a pretty different answer to most people when it comes to this question because I started my business without really wanting to start a business. It was honestly just a hobby at first. So really, I got into it because I was nerding out on my computer and I have you know a lot of friends and family that were like, hey, can you design my wedding invitation or can you design this um, you know, brochure for me or whatever. And it really, it really grew organically. And so when it came time to actually start a business, the only reason I started the business was because I legally was making too much money that I had to do that. So I just didn't want the IRS to come after me and be like, Hey, your hobby is getting you money. And so now we're going to audit you or whatever. So I, I just went the legal route and then immediately found somebody to handle the tax stuff for me. Um, And from there, I just kind of grew it. So I would say that the, you know, the ballsiness that comes with like starting a business was a little bit less for me because I did grow things so organically. It wasn't like I ever decided I'm going to become a CEO or a business owner. And You know, there's benefits and drawbacks to that because my family to this day think it's hilarious that I'm a CEO. And so they'll like tease me. They'll be like, oh, wow, you're a CEO now. And I'm like, well, yeah, I started a business, but they've always seen it as this hobby that kind of grew. So it's this interesting kind of dynamic where I know I'm a business owner, but I never fully said I want to become a business owner.
0: (laughs) This is really fascinating. Most people literally, you know, work really hard to get away from, no offense, what we call the man. I don't want to work for anybody. I don't want anyone telling me what the hell to do. I want to hang up my own shingle. And they have to kind of earn the right to do it. Here you are stumbling into it as a hobby However, here's the thread so that the listeners can attach to this thread. If you have something you're good at, you have something you're passionate about, you have something that people want, you probably have a business. And so the fact that I love your honesty and you're, you're keeping it on the real because you were making money and you needed an actual like container for your business That's a pretty interesting way to become an entrepreneur. What I would tell you is having worked with you now long enough to know what you're made of and how honest and talented and bright and mindful you are, you have the makings of all the great entrepreneurs that I coach. I have the privilege of coaching a lot of people that have started their own business. Some are small businesses, some are medium, some are large, some are what I call jumbo They're very, very large, let's say over $100 million in revenue. These are large businesses. Most of these founders and entrepreneurs started off with this, what I call seedling. It's an idea. It's an idea that grew and grew and grew. And so what's fun about you, Shana, is that you, again, like to reverse engineer things. So you mentioned nerding out, and that's another thing we have in common. Sometimes that's how people can actually figure out what it is they really want to do in life, in particular, in business and working for themselves, which is what am I good at? What do I love? What's my passion? And is there a market for it? Will anyone buy this stuff? And you had a proving ground (laughs) before you decided to become a business. So well done, you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, I know. It's, It's an interesting one for sure, because I didn't even realize, you know, when I was growing up, we had career days, right? And people would come in and they would talk to us about the careers that they had. And there was always like, you know, I grew up on Kauai. So there was always like some local guy who was talking about his construction work. And then there was like some other woman from the mainland who didn't look like me, who didn't talk like me, who wasn't Filipino like I am. And so she would talk about, you know, working in the corporate world. And i knew that none of those options were going to be right for me. And I think that that's kind of, you know, you're talking about the seedling. Honestly, the seedling for me was more, I can't do this, or I don't want to do this, than it was, I want to do something. I was kind of moving away from things, like you said, you know, not wanting to work for the man, but honestly, not seeing any similarities between myself and the man. (laughs) I was seeing all these examples that just didn't resonate with me. And I was like, well, I can't do that, and I'm definitely not going to do that. So, what am I going to do? I guess I'll do what I love. And it kind of grew from there.
0: <laughs> and anyone that's a fan of Oprah and Super Soul Sunday, even if you aren't a fan, or even let's say you haven't heard of that, welcome to the world. I'm sure you've heard of it. If you're listening to this show, you probably know what I'm talking about. Just know that's what Oprah's talking about. Like y- being in your area of passion and getting paid for doing what you love. It's more possible today, thanks to pandemia, than anything else. People around the world are breaking out and breaking free and doing their own thing and actually making a living at it and feeling great about it in an area of their passion. And knowing what you don't want is so much more important sometimes than actually knowing what you do want. And I love your message about I didn't feel like them. I didn't look like them. They didn't resonate with me. It was pretty damn clear. I was not going to go to work in one of those environments. I would never fit in. And on this show, we want you to embrace exactly who you are right now in this moment for all time going forward. This show has your back. This show wants you to actually be who and whom you really are. So on that note, Before we wrap, we have to talk about something vital and important. Are you ready, Shana?
1: I am so ready.
0: (laughs) We're going to talk about your serious, serious habit. Not a hobby that became a business, a habit. Your habit is?
1: Roller skating.
0: yes it is please explain to our listeners and be illustrative they can't see you although we are going to put a picture in the show notes and we can also include your shana rant ways to reach you and anything else you want in our show notes we're going to have you wrap after we talk about roller skates with where to find you i am a huge fan and you're about to launch my brand and i can't wait it's been the best experience of my life and i've run many businesses and had many different careers what's up with the roller skating shana (laughs)
1: so I think you know this ties in with my my method of doing everything apparently Um, when 2020 hit and I was stuck at home I was like well I'm bored I guess I'll take up a new hobby and I would love to say that I came up with this magical idea before TikTok made it popular but I can't honestly say that because I don't remember when it happened but I decided you know what roller skating looks kind of fun and my brother who was living here at the time he was like oh yeah roller skating super fun you would love it and he's a big skateboarder so I started there and it kind of just grew and now it's pretty much a daily occurrence and I work from home so I'm always wearing my roller skates at home while I work I'm wearing them literally right now and like you said being illustrative um the pair i'm currently wearing are a set of sure grip boardwalks with upgraded trucks upgraded bearings and upgraded led wheels um, also jam plugs and so what that means is that they are all suede boots these ones are black i have one pink lace on my left foot one pink lace on or uh, one yellow lace on my right foot, a little charm in the shape of a bee. Um, and the LED wheels I just got yesterday, they are this like glittery color. But what's awesome about that is here on Kauai, when it's shearwater water season, you know, we have these, these uh, seabirds that aren't Um, you can't use lights like you have at stadiums at night. And so sometimes the rink lights get turned off late at night. And so having these led wheels makes it really fun because you can skate in the dark and your wheels light up and I don't know, they're super popular. They're really fun, but basically, um, yeah, that's what I got on my feet right now. And what helps or what they do is they help keep me sane, honestly, because if I have like social anxiety or if I have, you know, something's just not going right or whatever, you know, I think a lot of people pace when they're on the phone. I roller skate on the phone. (laughs) If somebody's like asking me a question on Instagram, I'll send voice memos while I skate around my room. It's pretty nice.
0: I have received these voice memos and I don't know what kind of magical skates you've got. I don't really hear them in the background.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the um, softer wheels. They make it a little easier. (laughs)
0: So if you have roller skating questions, if you want to be cool like Shana and save your sanity and also the sheer birds, which are endangered and also highly protected on islands like ours on Kauai, I want you to know there is light at the end of your roller skate tunnel. You just need to get with Shana and she'll show you on Instagram and other ways to find her how to deal with all of your questions related to branding your identity who you want to be, what you want to do and how to save sanity with an incredible, I'm going to call it sport, such as roller skating. I also have to say it appears to be exercise. Let's just tell them that it's also exercise, right?
1: Yes. Well, and it's, It's interesting because honestly, it's been better for my mental health, but my physical health is also pretty good because I don't describe myself as a very active person. And I've never found any kind of physical activity that I wanted to do uh, until I found roller skating.
0: You know, my dad, rest his soul, nine years ago, used to say to me, you know, honey, you've never seen someone running with a smile on their face. (laughs) So if you are a runner... Who doesn't like running or jogging? Maybe skating is for you. And Sheena has so much to share in terms of how this particular habit is more than a hobby; it's a lifestyle. And so, for settling smarter, we all know we've got to find ways to make trade-offs, and that includes integration and well-being, and work, and having fun. All goes hand in hand and it makes us more productive, and it makes us more valuable, and therefore more valued. And ultimately, it puts a joy wrapper around it all. And the aloha ribbon feels like joy most of the time, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good way of putting it, because it's true, you have that like satisfaction of being able to look at your life as a whole picture. And I love that that's, you know, the joy ribbon, like you said, you get to put this like little ribbon of I get to see myself and be satisfied and feel joy. It's awesome.
0: I am so grateful for you coming on today's show. Our listeners have probably taken a whole journey with you in less than 30 minutes, which is always the goal and the mission here is to add a lot of joy and a lot of value and a lot of productivity to people's lives in ways they may not have imagined for themselves. And you're such an imaginative, bright light and person to work with. We always give our guests the final word. So you get to close out today's show with anything you want to share with listeners. And then please also let them know how to find Shana. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no pressure. Just uh, end the show here. But (laughs) thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I love that we connected because I feel like you and I have so many shared core values as people and as business owners. And so it's really great that I feel like our messages kind of align. So, yeah, I would say, you know, to end it out, if you are thinking about either starting a business or taking what hobby you have and transforming it into a business, Just know that it is kind of on on your shoulders at that point but that doesn't mean that you have to do everything perfectly everybody feels like they have to be perfect the first time around and I promise you not a single entrepreneur or CEO out there is doing everything perfect all the time so just kind of embrace the chaos give yourself a little bit of leeway and have fun because because if you're not having fun then once you actually you know quote-unquote become a business owner things aren't going to be any more fun so enjoy it now while you can and hopefully that Enjoyment will keep going if you can stay aligned with who you are. Um, yeah, I guess that's my message. And if you want to get in touch with me or our studio, I'm at Shainacion Design. That's S H A I N A N A C I O N Design um, on Instagram. And we just launched a new podcast, so you can follow along with us um, on Instagram to find out more about that. And yeah, and if you want roller skating content, if you want all of that, then I'm at Quad Awkward on uh, instagram
0: and with that it's a wrap and until next time we close out with a hui ho thank you shana thank you listeners Aloha <laughs>